0: Hello, and welcome to the Fertility Warriors podcast. I'm Robin Birkin from Modern Day Misses. This podcast is for those of you who are having a bumpy road to baby making and for those of us who are surviving infertility. I'm here to provide you with regular inspiration, tips, and support to help you on this crazy roller coaster. If you'd like to know a little bit more about my story, then check out episode one of this podcast series where I give you a little bit more detail about what happened. Uh, what has happened for us on this journey but you can also check out my book it's available on amazon as either an ebook or as a soft cover book and it's called screw infertility and it's not just uh, my story but it's also some of the lessons that i learned on my journey that have really helped me in my life so far today i wanted to talk to you about five things you can do today to help you get pregnant sooner So some of you who are listening might have just been trying to fall pregnant for a few months now and I certainly know from my experience that when I started trying, I expected to fall pregnant straight away and every single month that it doesn't happen is a tough month. So even, you know, there might be, well, there probably are many people out there who don't have infertility at all. They don't have any problems falling pregnant but still for those people, even if it only took four months... The three months that it didn't work are never enjoyable because you always want it to work first time so this uh, podcast is for anyone out there who might have been trying for about six months and they're already feeling quite down in the dumps they're starting to worry that I'm not falling pregnant I don't know what's wrong but I look online and it says that I should only go to the doctors uh, at twelve months so now what do I do because Something's not working. So, this podcast is for all of you out there, and it might be a really nice reminder for those of us who are already at the fertility clinics uh, or who have already been trying for a long time a nice little reminder of some of the things that you can do to help you get pregnant sooner. So, the first thing uh, that I would recommend is to understand your cycle. So, I remember when I first started doing this, and If you had asked me when I ovulated, I wouldn't have a clue. But now I can tell you pretty accurately after spending months tracking my cycle that I'm pretty regular. I ovulate more or less every month on day 13. Um, And the way that you do this is you get yourself a tracking chart uh, and many ways that you can do it, but you measure your basal body temperature. uh, First thing before you wake, when you wake up. Um, So your basal body temperature is your resting body temperature. So what you want to do is you don't want to get up when you do this. You want to be still lying in bed and you want to sit and measure your resting body temperature. Um, And the reason why you do this is because uh, your temperature changes um, just around the time of ovulation and you can google this to find out a little bit more but it's called measuring your basal body temperature and many people also measure things like cervical mucus uh, which sounds a bit off uh, and it definitely takes a little bit of a knack um, to start actually recognizing what's happening every month with your cervical mucus you can also measure your moods uh, and things like that as well But if you understand your cycle and track it, it gives you a better understanding of what's happening with your cycle and it can also give you uh, some really good indications of uh, if something's wrong, what could be wrong. So um, some people might have a really long or a really short luteal phase uh, and that can sometimes uh, perhaps give you an indication uh, of something that might not quite be right. Um, there's a few other ways to track your cycle and track when you're ovulating, uh, and one of those is that you get a you do a saliva test, uh, and you can buy this from the chemist. And then when the image looks like ferns, then that is telling you that you know right about now is when you're ovulating. Um, the other thing that you can do is on eBay, you can buy really really cheap uh, pee tests, and They're super cheap uh, and you just wee on those and they can give you an indication of when you're ovulating. In terms of understanding your cycle, I think it's really important to understand as well though how ovulation works and how sperm works. Um, So to give you a bit of an understanding of how it works is every month, so you're already born, women are born uh, with all of the eggs they'll ever need in their lifetime. So we don't build eggs, whereas men Build sperm, um, women are born with all of the eggs they'll ever need in their lifetime. What will happen each month uh, is that your body will release, and this is what they call follicles, so it's kind of like an egg in a little sack of liquid, will release a number of follicles and traditionally one of those follicles will grow large enough and mature. It'll be released by the ovary and start traveling down the fallopian tubes into the uterus and at some point, that egg is hopes to meet a sperm, the sperm gets inside, uh, it then starts dividing, it then implants into your uterus and starts growing into a baby. Um, but the one thing that happens, so when you ovulate, you kind of want that sperm to meet the egg at the right time. Um, and so, a sperm can live for, uh, sometimes I say like between three and five days inside a woman. So, you don't always, like if you find out when you ovulate, sometimes you might want to have sex just bef- if you find out that you always ovulate like day 13, you might want to start having sex around day 11, um, just to make sure that you're not missing that window either. Um, so, I hope that makes sense, um, but you want to sort of... Understand your cycle and when you ovulate, and you don't want to then just like start having sex after that. You might want to have sex one or two days uh, before you ovulate, um, so that the sperm uh, can meet the egg in the right place before it just gets absorbed by the body. Uh, the other thing that I think, which kind of lends on from the last thing, is to just have regular sex. If you can't, if you can't for the life of you your work out. When you ovulate, but you're pretty sure that you kind of do. Then one thing to do is to just have regular sex, like once every couple of days. Um, you know, you might not want to just around the time when you're getting your period, but if you have sex every couple of days, then that's kind of a surefire way. If you're having trouble understanding your cycle, of um, something that you can do to help yourself get pregnant, because. A whole bunch of problems for people out there might just be that they're missing that ideal window. Another thing that you can do is to just look after yourself. So you might be running yourself ragged at work. You might be getting really, really stressed from work, working long hours. You might be um, really run down, not feeling well. uh, And that just could be having an impact on your health altogether. You might be over exercising and just really overdoing it uh, at the gym. And so I think sometimes one thing that we can do to help ourselves is to just take it a notch down. So, by all means, don't say, Oh, well, I'm quitting my job, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. But it could just mean taking it a notch down. You know, um, you might want to take up a yoga class, but then ditch, um, you know, the hardcore exercise at the gym. Uh, you might just want to stop um, or trying your best to stop doing so much overtime at work. Just take things a notch down uh, in your life, but really look after yourself. Uh, And you might, you know, just having that mentality of I'm going to try and save uh, life a bit more, enjoy life a bit more. Uh, I might treat myself to a massage. I might treat myself to a coffee. But taking things a step down um, and taking the time to look after yourself Uh, might help you get pregnant sooner. The next thing is to clean up your lifestyle. So if you are still taking recreational drugs and smoking, then that is a definite no-no. And I've actually read a statistic recently that said that up to 13% of infertility is caused by smoking. So if that is you and you are still smoking and or taking recreational drugs, then that is a Big factor as to why you are not falling pregnant, and that has a serious impact uh, on a, a growing person in your body as well. So that's something that you really need to try and focus on quitting. Um, it's no surprise that alcohol also has a big impact on fertility, and sometimes they say that it could be as little as two drinks a night. So uh, you can and you can look up various studies on the internet. But alcohol is something that definitely has an impact as well. If you go out to dinner and you want a glass of wine, that's something different. But if every night you are having three or four glasses of wine or three or four beers every night, uh, then that is something that will definitely impact your fertility and that you definitely need to cut down. Coffee is something else that has a remarkable impact on fertility, particularly in large doses. Um, So I think you can have... I think statistics say you can have up to two cups of coffee a day but much more than that and you might be having a serious impact on your fertility Uh, and for women as well, once you fall pregnant, you really shouldn't be drinking that much coffee anyway um, or that much caffeine but coffee is something that you can definitely cut out. You can replace that with herbal teas like peppermint tea Um, but coffee is something that is not recommended when you're trying for a baby. If you're eating a lot of junk food, uh, then consider changing your diet to a more whole foods diet. Um, There is a specific fertility diet out there, but to a degree, you've got to work with what works for your body. Uh, And some people agree with different diets and some people's bodies don't. Um, But everybody out there recommends a whole foods diet. So if your diet consists of drinking Coke, Drinking pop, eating pop tarts, um, eating a lot of takeaway food and stuff like that, then that's uh, something that could definitely be impacting not only your fertility but your health in general. Uh, So you definitely want to eat a more whole foods diet, so a diet that's rich uh, in fruit, vegetables, pulses, things that you know, things that you're making uh, from scratch at home that don't include weird and nasty. Uh, ingredients. A few other things that you might consider is plastic containers. Um, plastic containers contain something called BPA, um, which stands for bisphenol A, uh, and it has been uh, quite prominently linked to issues with fertility. Um, and so you definitely want to cut out the plastic containers and go for something like your Pyrex containers uh, and things like that. If you're, especially if you're heating up foods, um, so cleaning up your lifestyle, you know, can definitely have a big impact on your fertility. The very last thing that I wanted to suggest is to go visit your GP anyway. So something that I found out only when I visited my GP after I'd been trying for twelve months is that sometimes your GP, it depends on your GP, and if your GP isn't that great, then maybe consider changing to another GP, but that they can sometimes do preliminary tests, like you could just go there and get some blood tests, and they can test your iron uh, and a few other things that, you know, can impact your fertility if they're low, so like nutritional deficiencies, um, but some Uh, doctors clinics can also do what's called a tracking cycle which is where you know if you're having difficulty understanding your cycle when you ovulate and things like that they can actually do it using blood tests uh, sometimes and what they can also do is with these blood tests they can tell you what your levels of progesterone are what your levels of estrogen and luteinizing hormone are uh, and those tests can give you a really good indication of whether all your hormones are doing the right things and it could be that your progesterone is really low. So you might just need a progesterone supplement and you may be able to bypass a fertility clinic altogether and you need to investigate whether that would be something that your GP or your general practitioner or doctor would do. But I found out after the fact that that is something that my doctor's clinic uh, did Uh, And on that same note, some doctors clinics can order sperm tests as well. So that, you know, if you've been trying for quite a while, what you think is quite a while, you're getting quite disheartened, then definitely make sure that you're ticking all of those boxes. Go visit your GP. They're there uh, to help you. So if you're having concerns about it, you can definitely uh, still talk to them. And I don't think you always need to wait till 12 months they might say they might try to put your mind at ease and tell you to keep trying for a little bit longer but they might also be able to help you with some strategies some information some tests that could give you um, a bit of an indication or a bit of assistance uh, until you wait for that time to determine whether or not uh, it is worth going to a fertility clinic but those are five things that you can do to help you get pregnant a little bit sooner and I definitely hope that everybody out there does fall pregnant soon. Thank you for listening. I'm Robin from Modern Day Misses uh, and stay tuned for the next podcast. Bye!